Welcome to Kingston's Who Put This On, where we watch Barbecue Pitmasters Season 7, Episode 1, and this is Season 5, Season 5, Season 4, Episode 2. Man, that addendum really screwed me up. I'm Chris Lorenz. I'm Brian Houston. I'm Harrison Hoffman. Anna BBQ. James. Patio Daddio. <laughs> but there was no patio daddy in this episode. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> he puts big in front of it. Big patio daddy. Doesn't that make it a barbecue name? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's Let's... nothing in this show that I could put Max into. So, all right, all right, Harrison, what you got for me on this one? They're part chef, part athlete, and part five star general. They are the barbecue pitmasters, the leading cooks of America's burgeoning. Barbecue Circuit. That's Barbecue Pitmasters on Destination America. Not a lot of detail in the description from Destination America here. Very quick on that one. Yeah. It is a standard competition show. Three people compete in one episode, given a challenge, some sort of barbecue challenge. Three judges. And one. Pr- and this one, it, I guess it's always a tournament, so... If you're the top one, you move on to the next round, and there's a, a three-round thing. So semifinals, and you got finals. It's a pretty standard stock kind of show. Nothing nothing fancy going on, but this season, all-star season. All-stars. And the most coveted title of all time. James. <laughs> James what, can, can you <laughs> <laughs> I got to make sure I don't mess this up, but I'm totally going to butcher it. I'm going to take a crack. It's the Kingsford barbecue pitmasters all-stars grandmasters champion that is roughly correct oh grand yeah. champion i think it's grand grill champion? isn't it grill masters champion? i thought it was grill grandmaster champion oh i think that was oh, it oh man i was i had i was missing <laughs> the grill i think i'm they, gonna give you the point they like say it really quick too oh yeah they do i feel like they try to they try to get Kingston in as much as possible but try to make it seem so natural okay chris that it's so I gotta weird stop you it's it's Kingsford. Kingsford. Sorry. It's, That's why I'm it like the charcoal. You already messed up our sponsor's show. name. I already made, messed up the sponsor's name in the beginning. Apparently, that advertising was not effective during the, the- show for you. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, Kingsford. We're not going to get the money now, James. We got to start over. No, we got it now. We're good. Sean Kingston's going to give us some money. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. So we got three characters on the show. We got Buzzy. We got a guy named literally Michael Character, <laughs> and we got David Busca. The Butcher. The Butcher. These are the three contestants competing, and we got three judges, Mr. Tuffy Stone, Mr. Mo Kaysen. Big Mo. And Mr. Myron Mixon. Myron, fun fact, is on the cover of the uh, the slides for the, uh, for the show. I'll All right. Work. Looking very powerful. Oh, yeah. It's a very intimidating, bearded gentleman. Really looks like, you know, he knows the way around a barbecue. He basically looks like if Michael McDonald was like a barbecue judge. That That's kind of that's what you can put in your head. So, so Buzzy. Buzzy's like this, like, older, like... Max, can you describe what Buzzy looks like? I'm not sh- He looks like... Like your uncle, but a cool uncle, but also he's a cowboy. <laughs> I mean, we got to go over the the most distinctive thing. I think is the charred cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah. very he's, good look. Strong, bold, barbecue. Like 
all hat black. Looks like it's been around some flames. It's definitely how long? How old do you think that hat is? You think that's like? Uh, I think that's the only hat that guy's ever worn since the day he was like three. Years I feel old. like it would be frayed a lot more if it was like that old. It's true. Maybe that was like his coming of age hat, like when he was like eighteen. Got his first <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he just hat. he yeah. just like gets his white hat and just starts cooking with it, and as it starts falling apart, he gets a new white hat. He's got a cowboy uh, belt buckle that says BB on it for Buzzy's Barbecue or Barb. <laughs> 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 All right. Who, who wants to take Michael character on? What a character that guy was. Harrison, can you describe to us who Michael character is? Michael character is a barbecue professional from the state of Georgia, I believe. Three-time yeah. People's Choice Champion. Three-time People's Choice Champion in Georgia. And uh, he's a real character, I think. is He's really leaning into the name. And uh, as I think one of the other contestants describes him, uh, he says... Well, I know he's good at talking, but I'll know how his barbecue is or something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talks that a lot. <laughs> love really love like the accent there. Georgia <laughs> Southerner barbecue gentleman. Hey. Uh, Brian, can you describe David? Miss the Butcher. So this guy comes in with a racing style jacket. Like you kind of feel like it's on like a pit crew instead of a barbecue crew. Sure. Oh yeah, barbecue pit crew. There we go. He also has on the back of his coat like a ham and all of the like cuts. Yeah, I mean a ham, a when pig. You, when you have <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. He looks at animals and sees the food. A living. Ham. Well, we'll get, to, no we'll get to the ham. We'll get to the ham. No, I mean that that jacket was amazing. And when you have a nickname like the butcher, he earned it. I mean, like this guy was very like techie i would say he's kind of like he's using all these kind of new sort of techniques he has this super fancy smoker that has a digital thermostat that he can dial in so he's definitely like new school barbecue using all this tech that kind of guy i agree he's doing a lot of infusions he's trying to like enhance the flavor of the meat he's not going with you know your more natural just meat profiles he's really doing a lot of injections and crazy crazy kind of combinations to to get the fullness out of it it's kind of like new age, I think, barbecue. Right. And then uh, we had Buzzy with old age bringing in. Hey, hey don't be calling Buzzy old, man. He'll he'll find you. <laughs> I, but, <laughs> I don't think you want Buzzy mad at you now. I don't want Buzzy mad at me. I want him to cook me dinner. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. That's I don't know. Like. I feel like Michael Character is the one really making old school meat here. Buzzy smoker. Yeah, I though. agree. Michael had the most classic kind of like meat profile, I think. Like Buzzy, was- Buzzy had sort of a custom setup as well that he'd like made for a competition. He was like innovating a little bit. So like so so Michael kind of has your your traditional sort of smoker well hold on hold okay, on we okay, got to tee okay. up that like one of my favorite parts of this show is that you get like unlike other cooking shows where you know it's a stock kitchen or whatever you come to this thing prepared with your own like grill like you come with your barbecue pit with it your is own. A bring your own pit to the show kind of competition and people are bringing all sorts of things out so i think we got to go over like each each character it, it's, it's kind of like forge and fire but like you bring your home forge to the forge it's so good <laughs> this is your home forge you gotta be a little more portable yeah than it usually is so, so i think harrison already teed up the digital smoker that was david was yep. it? david yeah and that's the butcher the butcher uh yeah. and then we were just kind of getting into uh who's the michael Buzzy. yeah well, yeah, yeah. well so either one so like buzzy has this like custom configuration of like it looks 
like almost like a bank vault kind of thing. The Iron Maiden. <laughs> he calls it, oh, I have that written down. The Iron Maiden, where he's got like a smoker and it's got like ovens and he's like, it almost looks like an old school train engine that he's like putting like wood or coal into to like. I love that he's just shoveling in wood <laughs> to this thing throughout the show for like 12 hours. Why he's just, he's just shoveling wood in this thing. Yeah. It's one of the wildest contraptions I've seen on this sh- uh, on our podcast. Like, yeah. and, like he had this thing specifically built for barbecue competitions, like because it has all these different compartments. He can have at different like temperatures. and He's got all these things going and it's crazy. It looks very steampunk. His it does. Thing. Uh, and then we got Michael, Mr. Character. He uh, has just a typical, like, off-the-shelf kind of smoker and, like, charcoal grill that he uses. Yeah, it's kind of like the iron barrel kind, you know, with a big chimney on it and all that stuff. I mean, you know, yeah. Good, yeah. good barbecue pit. Nothing, I mean, yeah, there's nothing disparaging. There's nothing disparaging about it. It's just more traditional. Yeah. Well, he explained it has some kind of some kind of uh, circuit for the smoke to go through, and it kind of, like, goes through the bottom, and it circles around to the top, and he had some name for that that I've forgotten, but it was some You're kind right. of traditional like classic reverse smoker. Reverse, reverse, reverse ramp. Oh yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, and then so the challenge in this episode was they got a bone-in ham, so they get a long-term smoke and a short-term smoke. Apparently, so they've got twelve hours to make this bone-in ham and this cowboy cut steak. So the, obviously, the bone-in ham is going to take the longest. So they got to like. They're cooking everyone this. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. I mean, like if, it was a huge piece of meat. It was it's a big, very yeah. big ham. I love the fact on the screen where they bring up the, uh, the, you know, the butcher's diagram of the cuts of animal, and they're like, "So this is where the ham is," and it's just like from the butt of the pig, and it's just they're like, "Oh yeah, you want to know where that where that ham?" Yeah, going. but that, that was helpful. It was on the, the back of that guy's shirt. Oh yeah, I mean we could also look at uh, what's his face's uh, jacket, Mr. David. Yeah, it was kind of a cool reveal. They do sort of like a Iron Chef kind of like they give these guys like a big cooler and they're like open it up and then you, they like see what meat they're going to be cooking. It's very dramatic. Oh yeah, and and then everyone had like stories, so they go to like these confessionals and they're like, oh man, so like uh, was it Michael the Georgia guy? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Michael and they go to him and he has some sort of redemption ham or something or revenge, revenge. ham because like I, I think to get to this show we had to make a ham but he well, got like dinged a little bit for like had, not quite doing it back in like season three or four he had lost head to head versus the other guy David Is that yeah. his name? Who, who's who's also on the show in a ham and cowboy steak battle I think I think it's the exact same battle I'm not sure the steak was part of it I, think I know that I know the ham was I yeah. don't know though you okay, could be okay, right. okay. But yeah, so it's basically his his revenge ham if he can make it right this time. Yeah, I just love that there's like confessionals inside <laughs> of this barbecue cooking reality show competition thing. Yeah, like, it definitely, okay. you know, I, this is all-star season, so all three of these people have done it before. So it was kind of cool to have these two people back with some sort of rivalry. It's pretty nice. Uh, so after, you know, they're like, Buzzy was like, they spent so much time on little things with Buzzy that really pissed me off. They were like, yeah, we just got to get this bone in. And I was just like, okay, we're going to take the bone out. I get it. We're going to take the bone <laughs> out. I get you taking the bone. I get you taking the bone out. And then they did it again too later when they were like cooking the steak like later. He's like, I got to get this thing hot. I got to put some wood in here, man. I don't know if I'm going to get it hot enough. Not sure. Got to get it hot. I'm like, yeah, okay, you're going to get it hot enough. Just like let it alone. 
give me a break. I'm so just like <laughs> okay. So so Chris, <laughs> if not that, what would they fill this 45 minutes with? I don't know, just more shots of the meat. That's all I need. Like, you can't just be. What are you? No, you gotta pick the mic up. <laughs> He's just laying on the floor. What? Hey. What happened, man? You doing okay, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Max <laughs> is in a meat coma because we also ate a lot of um, meat while watching this it show. It was really good. We ate so much spicy pork bulgogi before this. Very excellent. Was okay. one of the reasons why we did this. Oh yeah, it was, so, a, good, it was a good pairing, I'd say. So Chris, like, there's really not much content when like you're trying to smoke something for like 12 hours, and they're there's trying to lots up an of hour content. Episode. No, you just like they you do it and then you pop it in. Like they could have easily cut out a lot of this stuff and just been half hour. Done. I don't know. Some of it didn't bother me, but some of it did. The the, the buzzy content kind of bothered me. They like stuck with it too. But long. This, this is a typical like, oh man, something bad could happen on this thing if I whatever I'm doing is I risky. Know. That the truck's about to fall through the ice, but coming up next on Ice Cream Truckers, stay tuned to find out. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, yeah, I can't. That's why we're here to bitch right. about that stuff. I thought you'd be like over it by now. It's just like, yeah, this is no. standard. It's, I mean, it's somewhat standard, but I, like, I still bring it up when it bothers me. And it did. There's, I mean, we'll get to it later okay. about it. But like that, <laughs> that's like. <laughs> later some of that though some We're of that i back. think was a little helpful for me because like the bone-in kind of situation obviously very contentious um and like the part of the reason they sort of dwell on it is because all the judges are like out at this table watching the men cook like they're watching the preparation they're wa- watching them like put it put it in their smokers like they're they're very present the entire time so like Part of it is like the judges are like, oh, man, like, does he know how to cook a ham? Does he know like whether or not he should leave it on the meat? And then the judges sort of heckle the men as they're trying to prepare their thing. They're like, oh, I don't know. Like, you you sure you should do that? When's the last time you cooked a ham? Like, ooh, interesting rub. Very experimental. Um, but like for the bone in thing, I didn't know that was contentious at all. So I, d- I, I personally appreciate that the judges like, tell I, me I, if they're I, making a weird move. But the other two people didn't seem like they kept the bone in either. Uh, especially, no. especially the butcher seemed like he cut his. Yeah, Michael definitely seemed like he kept the bone in, but I think that the butcher probably cut his. It seemed like I don't know. It, it definitely was like okay, you're gonna go over all of them, and like they all keep the bone in. They didn't really. That, that's part of the contention here is like, oh, he's cutting his bone out, but like Michael's or the butcher definitely looked like his was cut in half, and they're like two different sections that you see later where he puts like brown sugar and butter and brown sugar on top and he's like injecting shit into the meat and just like where's the bone in this what what happened <laughs> they didn't focus enough on the bone is which well just like oh, i'm so confused <laughs> they talked about <laughs> okay if buzz a big deal buzzy takes his bone out but then the butcher don't, takes don't, don't his bone out. Buzzy taking his bone out. But like, Buzzy did not but take then, the bone out. Buzzy's not making that rookie mistake. Come on. Buzzy did. No, no. That was the other guy. Yeah, no, no Buzzy, Buzzy took the bone oh, out. Buzzy. I've lost. Well, but this Buzzy. Way, I think they were focusing on it because Buzzy, of the three men, Buzzy was the least confident about knowing how to cook that ham. And I think Buzzy was kind of agonizing about it. And then, so I think that kind of made it a whole thing. They're just They had like two hours of footage of him like, <laughs> I'm not sure I should take it? the bone out or I took the bone out. <laughs> oh big decision. But Buzzy on the hand though, was the one that did like the moonshine, mm-hmm. whiskey, uh, no, no, mustard, honey. Moonshine, mustard, honey. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It looked amazing. It looked so good. I really wanted to taste like these things somehow. That's I feel like really we should have gotten some barbecue before this. Like this show definitely makes we me want to. Korean barbecue. This, it's not real. It's a different form. Of barbecue. This makes me want to get a smoker. Really. Oh, definitely. I wish I had a, enough room for a smoker <laughs> and neighbors that would be willing to deal with that. <laughs> I mean, we've been we've been talking about maybe going camping sometime this summer. So what if we get a long weekend? <laughs> we rent a big the smoker, trailer smokers, trailer smoker, and go out somewhere and just oh get some big God. meats going. <laughs> oh, can man. we can we just do this show? Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> but there's only one smoker. How do we do the show? Everyone gets their own smoker. Everyone gets a smoker. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's move past whether you kept the bone in on the ham or not. <laughs> so after like a couple hours, they get the surprise announcement that there's a, another challenge. <gasps> there is the Kingsford one bite challenge where they were given lamb and they had to create a one bite dish, I guess. And the winner gets to choose the ending order. So who got the to choose them? Order. The tasting order, which is apparently very important. It's they the they, important they, thing, like apparently. I didn't have a problem with them repeating this profusely. So <laughs> people out there keeping watch, but they I mentioned mean, it a lot. It's the most important, but the results of the competition would indicate otherwise. I would say. Well, I think it comes down to timing when the meats are going to be at like optimal tasting temperatures mm-hmm. and things, and so like you just have to take that into account because there's a you know. Well, we'll get into it at the end, but there's a 10 minute, you know, window which you can submit your food. And then there's a period of time where, you know, they're going to get the food out of the box and then put it on the plates. And then they're going to go one by one and try in it. So, like, it's going to take some time. You got you to gotta calculate these things. It's, it's crucial. Uh, but I got to get back to that. I love the fact there was just a 30 minute mini game in the middle of this barbecue competition. <laughs> yeah, the good. host got hungry. Yeah, they they need like we've been waiting around for 12 hours. Yeah. We need some food. Make me a one bite dish. <laughs> and. Obviously, because this little mini game is sponsored by Kingsford, all these things have to be cooked over Kingsford charcoal. Gotta. Did we see them be cooked over Kingsford charcoal? Yeah. Oh For yeah, sure. okay. definitely. Remember and, when and that guy burned his steaks on one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew he. Up shot. I got that part, but I didn't see everyone cooking Kingsford. Yeah, there was very, bags of Kingsford in the background. I understand. There's bags of Kingsford. Very prominently displayed was something which I did not previously know that exists. There is some kind of Kingsford competition grade charcoal. This says Kingsford competition on it. I've never seen this before. <laughs> you're not yeah, going to very excited grade. about it because you're <laughs> not going out. to Kings. You're not going to competition. I know, man. I gotta get in the mix, man. For this camping excursion podcast show thing, we gotta we gotta get the. Premium. Oh, are we podcasting? So we're, we're, we're going for that. We're a live cast. <laughs> Do we watch a season of the show while oh, we're man. there too? Oh yeah, we'll bring a laptop and just like be rolling it. Uh yeah. So we got Buzzy. He makes some sort of mushroom, stuffed mushroom lamb wine thing that looked very delicious. Even saying that sounds really delicious. Yeah. I mean, he won. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh. Chris is trying to roll this out here. And he's jumping to yeah. do it, Chris. It's yeah. Fine. Well, Michael character apparently doesn't win with his <laughs> boring lamb balls. Like, yuck. Dumbass. Yuck. They look <laughs> fucking idiot. Making a lamb ball. He was like, he was like, you gave me ground lamb. You gave me 30 minutes. What else was I going to make? I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're, you're he's not wrong. Right now, though. Yeah. Uh, then we got the butcher. He makes a bacon-wrapped lamb ball. Yum. That looked much better. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. 
this is something interesting about the show as well. Not only do they bring their whole like smoking, grilling setup, they also bring their own ingredients. So like I think this, especially with this mini challenge, this really depended on what these men had like in the reserve because well, like so, you know some of them are like, oh yeah, good thing I brought this wine. Good thing I had a slab of bacon. Just <laughs> yeah, good thing I have my backup prosciutto. <laughs> well. To be clear, when you come here, you got to bring all your rubs, your spread. Like, they're not. Totally. Per- this isn't like you're going into this kitchen and you've only got these ingredients. You're bringing what you're bringing. If you don't bring what you need to make a, to like barbecue that ham, well, guess what? That's not going to go great for you. Yeah. So, you, like, you're right. It, it's, it's a bring everything. They, they will only supply you with some amount of meats. I, I do find that in this challenge, it was odd to have whatever you wanted. Cause, like, mm-hmm. That bacon, you know, that changes a lot when you're making like you're dealing with this lamb. So they that's would've... another meat. It's it's interesting they can do another meat in this meat challenge. Yeah. I they would have counted it against him if the bacon had overpowered it. They mentioned that, but they did not because it did not overpower. That, I mean, that's fair. You can't just like, oh, I brought my own, you know, filet mignon here. Let me sprinkle some <laughs> lamb on top Oops. of this. Let me wrap that ham in a filet mignon for you. Wrapping <laughs> 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 <Rapping> bacon. Mm. <laughs> Smoked over hickory. <laughs> but what what pissed master though doesn't have a side thing of bacon. Like obviously, you, I, you got to be bringing those bacon's. Clearly, it's Michael character that does not. Damn fool. All right, let's see what else do I have in my notes here. Um, uh, did you mention buzzies? Yeah, we talked about the mushroom thing. Here's something about Buzzy that has, by this point in the show, we've seen it a couple times. Every time Buzzy gets a meat, he uses his Buzzy blend of spices, and he keeps talking. What was it? he called it? Buzzy blend, right? Yeah. He's like, he's like, got to get my Buzzy blend out, and he's just pouring this rub on everything. It's very good. That's that's like such a key part to this whole thing. Is like these dudes have these rubs and these secret recipes. One guy has this barbecue mud that he puts yeah, on. Yeah, that's what I was gonna <laughs> mention. And it's uh like. Uh, these guys like are famous for like these spice blends and stuff. And like when that when that one dude's like like slathering that mud on that steak, the judge's like, "When are you gonna tell us what's in that mud?" He's like, "I won't tell you until I die or whatever." <laughs> like it's, uh, there's, there's two people that know the yeah. two people on the competition. That's right. Oh yeah, that's another thing I think we have not mentioned yet is that each of the pitmasters brings one sous chef who's like decked out in the same outfit as the chef but like never gets introduced by name. <laughs> Total no mystery. Time. Like occasionally like they'll say something like kind of worried about this like grill's not hot enough but like you never know who they wait, are. Wait, wait, is the grill not hot enough? I'm not sure we need to put what? some wait. more wood in that. Chris, plan. the grill's not hot enough. <laughs> the grill's not hot enough? What? <laughs> Should we take the bone out? <laughs> I, I got some. I got some other minutia things in here. Uh, Michael character at some point he's got he does something he called mopping, where he oh, like yeah. literally took a mop and he like <laughs> mopped like juice on his meat. Like a, like a, like a, like a rope like a, mop. it's like a little mop. Like it's <laughs> just like a mi- rope mop. like he got a regular mop and you just cut it off to like miniaturize it. Like, and that, Imagine you have like a Harry Potter style wand. <laughs> it's like a rope mop that's kind of attached to the end of it. That's kind of what we're looking at. Imagine you're at Peyton night, but it's a mop. <laughs> it's, it's a like a pretty unique way. Seems a very odd way to do this. It, it seems like, perfect. I mean, it's it's really amazing, but like he was taught he's talking about it like there's something about the way that you apply the sauce with the mop that makes a difference. And I just, I just don't know <laughs> if that's the case. Like, just slathering it. I don't see I why a was... baster wouldn't work for this. 
like, no, 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 like no, no, a brush no. or the, the baster is not rubbing it in. You got to texturize it a little bit. And I think okay. I think the the mop was interesting because it has more surface area than like a standard brush. So really getting. All the really fibers and frictions happen. I don't know. I'm so are you gonna order? A, are you gonna order a mop now? I mean, so I think that's what's also interesting with this show is there's like a whole marketing opportunity they have here, right? Yeah. Like they're, yeah. they're establishing themselves as like the authority in barbecue. It would seem. You think? Uh, you think Michael character sells a a mop like a like a barbecue mop? I no, really want to imagine like these dudes like have their like faces on like bags of charcoal and stuff or like on like spatulas when I go to the store. Like I haven't. They seen definitely it, but... have some cookbooks, I'm sure. Oh, 100 percent. But they don't tell you that spice rub. Well, I do think they're missing. You know, so they didn't really like go over the differences of the grills. I feel like enough. I feel like they should have. That yeah. was a little mm-hmm. bit of a missed opportunity. Like yeah. they, they did it pretty quick, but I, I would have liked to like know a little more, like from the judge's opinion of like why the Iron Maiden's good or bad, or like yeah. you know different like pros cons to the different grill setups. Because uh, you know, as a as an amateurist griller or barbecuer, you know, to be I guess I'm more of a griller, which we, we should get into that debate too, because that's that's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> can we, can, are we qualified to have that thing? No, like, it is apparently. Like, no, I'm sure it's debate. a thing, but like, are right. we qualified? Because like barbecuers will argue like you have to cook over like an actual flame of charcoal or wood oh, uh, compared okay. to grilling, uh, which you know more traditionally would be over like a propane flame. Uh, anyways, <laughs> that tangent. I forgot where I was going with that. Well, that that's kind of interesting too because I was I was thinking about like kind of like what you were saying. You can't really learn very much from the show that you can apply to your own cooking. What's kind of interesting is like all the men talk about what temperature they're going to put the meat in at and like for how long they're going to leave it. And all of these were wildly different. Like some of them are doing way hotter and like some of them are like way shorter. But we don't get any like takes from the judges about which the right method is or like yeah. any like like comparison of like oh he's doing that because his grill does this. Or, or like anything like that. So exactly. it's, that's it's kind of where I was thinking. Mysterious. There's like a little bit of like the critique angle, like, which I would have liked. Because, um, you know, at least the judges seem to be establishing themselves in authority. So it'd be kind of nice to like get their takes on, oh, okay, he's going with the hot and fast technique and the hard sear or this or that. So it's that you could like kind of learn from it a little bit. I feel like that's where the show does miss a tad. I mean, like I, th- I think that it's kind of at that sort of medium, educational, technical kind of level. Like, I mean... There's there's a world where this show exists where they don't explain really anything and there's just a bunch of quick cuts of people popping meats into smokers and like cutting something like whatever. It's a uh, sixty second show. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> but uh, and like like yeah, I mean there's there's kind of a more a theoretically a more educational version. But it, but I, like I actually kind of like where they where they came down on that. I think that like like they talk enough about technique without kind of overwhelming you with technical stuff uh so i think it, it, i think it kind of struck a good balance there i me. think that for me on a level that i think the show would really enjoy more of is like okay you're making this ham like okay what are you doing to it you put you're putting a rub on it okay but like what are the other people doing to it you never get like a sequential look at what the differences of what people are doing like there you kind of get some glimpses of what people are doing but it's not like you never get a really good comparison between the two between the three like sometimes they mention okay it's going to be 250 for six hours then we're then they like take it out and they cut away they like we're going to say what else we're going to do and they kind of cut away it was like well the other people you, you don't get a direct cut to what the other people are doing where it's not like you can't do direct comparisons. So again, like James part is like hard to learn because you're not like, okay, 
these three people are doing three different techniques. He's doing at 350 for four hours, taking it out, put it back. Like, you don't get a good idea of exactly what they're doing. Like, like you basically want for each of the items, like, some kind of on-screen graphic that's gonna, that's kind of like the recipe that they're following. It's like, this guy is going to, you know, whatever, yeah. 350 for 12 hours. This guy's going to, like, and then kind of roll it down. I mean, I think that's one way to do it. I think the other part that, that Chris was highlighting is that, like, there's not a long enough like sequence that you can kind of follow and they sort of keep jumping around and sort of like, oh, we're going over here and we're seeing, oh, he's talking about the bone. Then we we jump back over here and oh, he's doing a rub of some kind. Oh, meanwhile, this guy's got the grill up to like, you know, 250. Oh, but then we're going to jump back. And it's like, it's just hard to follow like which because there's only three people doing things and there's only what six real meals here. Uh, But they don't the way that which they piece them together is a bit more random, so it's hard to like follow or keep in your mind like who's doing what. I'd agree with that. Yeah, because they're like they're cooking the steak, and then one guy was like, at some point, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna pop it in here for two hours," and I'm like, "What? What? Seems pretty long." Like, and then like five minutes later, you find out that you know the one guy was putting it in for twenty five minutes, and I'm like, "Well." That's the kind of, I would like more of a cut to cut to cut to like, okay, these are the differences. So then when the judges look at it and can compare, you can compare between different like styles. I, yeah. I agree, James, here. That like it it needs to be more consistent on so you can kind of just better glean what's going on. The other thing I want here is one of these like insta read thermometer like live updates. Ooh. Like on screen, oh, like what the temps really of the real time temps of all the meats are. So you can be like, oh, that, oh, that one's getting, oh, that steak's getting uh-huh. overcooked. He doesn't see it. Oh, no. Like, that's what, I feel like there's a little bit of that fun element that that, that could be a nice little splurge yeah. on top. That would I def- feel like I need, like, I don't know if I need that much, like, granularity. But what I what I think I would appreciate is, like, it's kind of like in Iron Chef when they have some kind of Elton Brown sort of host character come around and sort of, like, talk to the men and, like, get a quick interview about what they're doing and then have some, like, side commentary about, like, oh, this is this technique. I think he's trying to do this, whatever, whatever. I think that would have been, like, kind of interesting. And, like, like they kind of have that a little bit, but it's mostly just those judges just shouting from across the field <laughs> at them. Like, yeah. it's not as hands-on, really. And it's more heckling than, like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, it definitely like, feels like I don't know when they're messing with them or act like they're legitimately giving like a valid critique. Yeah, like some, it's just hard to tell. Like, oh, you slapping that mud on that thing? Good enough. Uh, watch out! Do they want more mud? I don't know. Like, then they're like, I like the mud, but it's like I don't know if you should be putting that much mud on there. Yeah, there's no sort of impartial figure in this show. Everybody's just sort of in this like weird, like sort of laughing, like rivalry. I just have to imagine these judges just sitting around drinking beers for this twelve hours while they're smoking these meat. Yeah, what are they doing for twelve hours? All of them, like just heckling and drinking beer. Do you think they film more than one episode at a time? No, no way. You get twelve hours, dude. No. You start. Not, a lot I'm of not stuff having happened. this discussion again. <laughs> Imagine all that meat. It also must be <laughs> during the summer out. because, like, it starts and ends, and the sun is brightly shining. They're, this is they're not eating a lot of meat for these six dishes. Uh, this is an incredibly cheap show to produce. Like, literally, <laughs> they shot this thing in like a park. And all that they needed was about three canopies. All the pitmasters brought their own equipment. <laughs> they sent a couple, so, of, couple of canopies. Yeah, they sent it. someone to Costco to buy some meat, and they set up like a banquet table for the judges to sit at. And that's like the entire production of the show. Like it's pretty. Uh, yeah, like, the I set bet that is the, minimal. I bet that the ROI here is very good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was thinking like it's only nine episodes, so I guess it's probably just like a week and a half, one episode a day. Hope it doesn't rain. Yeah. I can feel like do you shoot in this in, in the rain? Like, is there a rain episode? 
Oh man, that, that's a good I question. I hope so. You have to brave the elements. There's no stop in the barbecue. Uh, the barbecue must go on. <laughs> a true pit master's got a pit. I got I got some good quotes I wrote down. Uh, towards the end of the episode, one of the guys says, uh, "Man, they got to get that smell vision because it smells so good." I wish we had smell vision for this. Uh, and then we got my brain was like tricking me, like I smelled stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got was that leftover meat in your beard? Entirely possible. <laughs> Mamma Mia, such a good uh, steaker. That Which was, was good. A, that was good. Can you do it with the southern no, accent? No, no. You oh, got to do, do it. You got to do it. No. Everybody, I on already, the show. I already said the quote. <laughs> well, the, so, like, you want it with the southern accent? You do it with southern. Accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, please. Annabeth, let's hear it. No, 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 Chris, please. I already did it. I gave you the quote. All right, I'll do it if the two of you do it too. No, I already did the quote. If you want the southern <laughs> accent quote, you got it. You have to slip a southern accent at some point in. No, Ugh, please. I'm not an accent person, people. This is not who I am. I mean, Chris, you're a pretty good host, but you'll be an amazing host if right. you just give us that accent. No, no. I got another quote <laughs> The here. host with the most. If you're going to dance, you got to pay the fiddle. Got to pay the fiddle. You got to pay the fiddle. Wasn't, Wasn't it, it pay the fiddler? Fiddler. fiddler. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote fiddler and I said fiddle. <laughs> it's because you didn't pay do the, the accent. Fiddle. If you did the accent, you would have nailed it. All right. Well, that's shit happens. <laughs> uh, that's all the quotes I wrote down. If you if you want to dance, gotta play pay the fiddler. Gotta pay yeah, the fiddler. That was a good one. There's uh, definitely a lot like there's a lot of them trying, I feel like, sometimes for the one liners, and they definitely <laughs> don't work at least half the time, and it's kind of great. But that one landed. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> was a real knee slapper. I the character was definitely trying to make a lot of these one liner character moments. Happen. For sure. Oh man. We at what point do we get into some of the tasting results in the well, character? Well, should we go? Do you have anything to say about the judges? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> we haven't talked about the judges yet. Well, I mentioned who they were, but we never really I really like, like Big Mo. So like let's get to the end here. Is like, repping some jeans overalls. And Big Mo is a he's a he's a large fella. He is, he looks like a like a pretty friendly gentleman, I'd say. Uh, and he looks like he's eating his good amount of barbecue. Yeah. I mean, you're these three judges, you're eating barbecue. He's eating a little more. You're than making most. barbecue, you're eating barbecue. I how, think how can I? that I recognize this guy from either like another barbecue show or previous season, maybe that oh. I've randomly stumbled upon. But like he seems very rememberable, I feel like. How can I how can I how can I get this job? How can I be a barbecue pitmaster judge? Like I what kind of what kind of steps do I have to take from right now to get there? You gotta start barbecuing. Okay. You gotta you be gotta, a pitmaster. You gotta start making a blog and start compiling a book. Get a couple books going. And then you can start going to these like competitions. Maybe some, maybe 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 some more regional competitions. Yeah, go to some mm-hmm. com- local things. See, I think you got a good question here, which is, do you have like the birthright to even qualify? Are you Ooh. immediately out out because you're not from the? Yeah, you that's ha- a great question. You would definitely kind of have to like your weekend gig going to the south to go to like these competitions. I'd have to be like, I spent. I spent the last five years in Texas studying nothing but barbecue. <laughs> right. I don't think you need to do that. I think if you just started a blog and started making books and <laughs> no, get, no. if he got, Harrison if he got a, sitting in his Seattle blog coffee <laughs> hut, writing about barbecue. I mean, obviously fly. you That's don't fair. emphasize you're in Seattle. 
I'm just saying it don't it don't work. I mean, it's probably no it's probably <laughs> probably gonna try real hard to get some cred, but maybe they want the Seattleites to watch. There's a lot of people on the West Coast might be wanting to watch this. Get some. See, you got the Georgia guy. You got this Washington State guy. Like that, you got it. You got your own. You know. <laughs> Way in. Yeah, yeah, lean into it. You could yeah. marinate that steak in coffee. Whoa. Whoa. No. That oh, you definitely kicked off the show for that. I looked it up. Know. Mud is coffee. <gasps> you know how really? they kept talking about really? mud? Yeah. It's coffee? Yeah. Max doesn't know. He's making this up. No, I was looking in the M section of like the glossary of barbecue terms because I wanted to find things that started with Matt. You're telling me they're <laughs> coffee rubbing meat now? Yeah. Oh, man, my Whoa. mind is blown. You gotta, you gotta get on this. Yo, I've, we've I've been missing out. We've, week. we've had coffee rubs, uh, some yeah, sort of bird. Yeah, like some hipster shit. That sounds good. <laughs> I like it. It sounds <laughs> we went, really good. When we went to Commander's Palace. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was that tiny bird, and it was covered in coffee and chicory, and it was good. Ooh. Good memory. Quail. Quail. That's the bird. Quail bird. burger? No, Quail just bird. a bird. A bird. Yeah. So it's a very bird. tiny burger. <laughs> so we so we got we got Myron now. Myron's got these huge glasses. Yeah, so he, he's the bearded gentleman, gray beard, all the way to the hair, full connected, right? I don't know. He kind yeah. of reminds me of the guy from Forged in Fire. Yeah. Kinda. Definitely. Just and a commanding presence. Then you got Mr. Tuffy Stone. He's like the skinniest of the bunch. Yeah, he. He's That's the only thing I have to say about him. His name's the Tuffy. cutest name. Tuffy. <laughs> he's like a Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not sure that's okay to say. I think <laughs> his it is. name's cute. The, he's like a Pokemon. That name is like a Pokemon. Oh, the name is. Uh, well, like Pokemon are slaves. You just can't like call people Pokemon. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Not no. Pokemon are slaves. In Rhyme There's City, humans and Pokemon live in harmony. Yeah, but everywhere else they're slaves. Yeah. In the games, they're slaves. What about what about the, what about the wild Pokemon? They're not slaves. Yeah, well, they're future, you know, slaves. Are they slaves or are they pets? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> are they equal <laughs> pet slaves? Is, is that, the that is our pets prisoners? <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the show. All right, so we got these three people. We got Buzzy. We got his ham. His ham. Anything to say about his ham? Like. Oh, nothing. Yeah. This was was this the mustard? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one, like the slices were just he so he did two in a box, right? So what's interesting is you have to box your meats and then submit it. Uh I think he did sliced ham and also pulled, but the pulled was the one that was mopped in all that that goodness that we talked about earlier. The uh, mustard sauce thing. Yeah. Yeah. And his his steak was the hard sear, if I remember right. Yeah, he was the twenty five minute. Grouped up and, like, he was the twenty five minute. Right, like, like hard sear, six hundred degrees over the charcoal. I don't think it was six hundred. Wasn't it? somebody did six hundred? And it must have been. That was buzzy. Oh, yeah, that was that was buzzy. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I thought. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I don't remember the mentioning. The buzzy, buzzy cooked it in, or maybe he smoked it for some amount of time, or like like oven or something, mm-hmm. and then he finished it on the six hundred degree, got the sear at the end. And and I think the other thing to call out uh, here is that he served the entire steak to the judges, like the two steaks, bone in wrapped in foil like so he didn't burn the bone and there you go yeah came uh, out a solid medium rare the judges said i think the judges were pretty like they really liked his steak yep his steak was kind of on par with uh, another contestant which we'll talk about but his his pig his ham wasn't that great it was a little dry 
He only put sauce on the pooled side, so. I think that yeah. was his ultimate downfall, right? Yeah. People liked his sauce. Maybe he wasn't as confident with his sauce. I don't know. What were the... There were three judging criteria. It was like oh, taste, I, I tenderness, and something. Taste, tenderness, and appearance. And appearance. Oh, I really thought it was three T's. Yeah, I also it should have been three T's. I also wrote taste down. T-A-S-E. So that's why I was like, what is this supposed Taz. to be? It's like, I don't know. But what was helpful about this is they did sort of... The judges did call out the thing, the specific things they were looking for for each kind of meat. They were like, we want like to see sort of a smoke ring on this one or sort of like like the juicy inside of this one like they gave us a lot of like criteria which i i thought was helpful uh then we got michael character he uh he burned a steak insane that that happened insane at Uh, this point like we gotta like the judges yeah we're talking about this whole thing and like he like cuts his steak into in slices Mm -hmm. which is bananas who does that don't do that well, it, well, you do that when you burn your steak, and you don't want to. But the other one steak. didn't look that burnt to me. There was two steaks, like His the one burnt to shit. Both Super of them burnt. didn't. They didn't have that appearance. Okay, so yeah, the judges obviously knew he burned his steak. So like, <laughs> and like you give us a sliced steak. Yeah, this is a trap. And like, like the way that it happened was just so crazy. Like he had put these steaks on this like kind of charcoal kettle grill. And then I guess that both him and his sous chef got distracted. And then someone there's like, oh, shit, the, the, the steaks. steaks. And then they just go over to the grill and they're like, oh, no, it's burnt. <laughs> like, I, how could that happen? You're only delivering like two items. And you're, mean, you've been working on it for 12 hours. I know. It's crazy. And well, that is like your magic. Well, like, the steak was less time, but, but still. Yeah, still. Like, sure, they need sure, some sure. timers. They need like something needs to happen. I can't like you just you can't so forget sad. about the steak. There's only two meats. You can't forget about either one, like to that degree. Yeah, Brian, what do you got to say on these steaks? They didn't look burnt. Like I don't know how, like how you didn't think they were burnt. No, no, no. one looked really burnt. I guess I will. I that was know. definitely this one. <laughs> no, I was like of the two, only one really looked really burnt. But I guess I just wasn't looking that that hard. And then his his I mean, he was too focused on the revenge ham. Yeah, his the revenge yeah. ham was definitely what he was trying to get at, which is why he got distracted. Because you were actually working on that for 12 hours. Yeah. So, like, the steak was, like, a distraction almost to a point. And then the lamb was a distraction to the distractions. <laughs> uh, so, did we say what the judges said about his steak, though? Because that was, like, the big thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go through it all. Yeah. What, what, yeah, I don't remember the quote. Do you remember it? Just oh, say it if you know it. Like, I don't remember it exactly, but it was basically the effect, to the effect of, like, because of what you did to the steak, you are a disgrace to the state of Georgia basically yeah that was definitely the gravity of it yeah, oh, yeah. that's brought that's, shame to georgia yeah i think it might have been that yeah, yeah. you sh- you gotta your tail between the legs on that one like that's how do you even go home you gotta move out no yeah i mean he, like it looked like he took that one kind of hard at the time he was kind of like whoo he kind of dropped his head um i mean tough. sometimes you gotta have some hyperbole in this but like that's you know, you one. burn that steak. Like, that's not great. This is all-star season, dude. You can't be rolling up here burning your steak on all-star season. If you want to dance, you <clears throat> got to pay the fiddler. Got it. true. I think we should just, like, get to the point on that one. He came in third place. Yeah. It's over. Pack your grill up. Get the hell out. You're done. His, uh, his, rough go. his ham yeah. also wasn't great. Right. He also was, like, pulling the best pieces of his ham because he couldn't just, like, his whole thing wasn't good. But the fact is, is that I think Michael character... When he would made all of his dishes, not a lot of like sauces, a lot of just kind of rubs, just letting the meat speak for itself. 
clearly he didn't put on a good show today, but I, I kind of prefer like the like sauceless, just kind of like, let's deal, yeah. let's get this meat. Let me, I want to taste the meat. I don't want to need your like, infu- sauce is a tricky one. I mean, you got I don't want you your infused. I just, I just don't like, we'll talk about it shortly about like the infused meats. I don't know. I feel like I want a good ribeye steak and I just, I don't want the steak. Like I don't want. <laughs> you don't meat. want mud on that steak? You don't you want know, that coffee it's steak? It's questionable. Like I, I, I would question a coffee rib steak for like sure. Like if you put an A1 sauce on your steak, like no, no, I don't want that. That's tough. But, but there's another one liner here, which I liked, which is the judges said, you got to be beyond perfect. Beyond. I don't, I don't know how you get beyond that, but that's what the expectations are. Just to well, this is Michael clearly was this, not. This is an all star season for that perfect. ten word title. <laughs> uh, so then I guess we we'll, we can talk about the butcher, the butcher steak. Same what he he did just as well as uh, Buzzy, you know. So it's kind of a toss up when the judges were talking about it. But then his infused ham was apparently really good. So, spoiler alert, he won. He did it. Woo! The Butcher won. He's moving on to the semifinals. Shocking. They were really teeing this up like Buzzy was going to win, which I should have, in hindsight, realized maybe was a misdirection kind of play. Well, it was just like they got to make some drama. There's like one and two, they have to make seem very similar, whether they are or not. I'm pretty sure you yelled out loud at the screen during the like multiple takes of. And the I'm winner just like, fuck, is yeah, exactly. pause, 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 more pause, drama, I'm drama. surprised there wasn't a commercial. That's true. They're, Making him sweat. Yeah. I just, I'm pretty he, sure Chris just yelled like, just fucking say it already. Yeah. <laughs> That's Chris got very aggravated. <laughs> There's no commercial aggravated. because nobody advertises on this channel. Nobody's heard of. There Except work. for a special charcoal company. <laughs> There's definitely commercial breaks, just not like at the, that is a quintessential reality show commercial break time it's like we're gonna announce the winner and commercial and then mtv will show you what's coming up next where they spoil it for you <laughs> yeah. so are you happy that there wasn't a commercial no i don't really they could we didn't watch with commercials so it's hard to like say <laughs> okay he doesn't know, he doesn't <laughs> know what he i obviously i'm glad there wasn't a commercial but it's always like just say who won like i don't need another minute build up to you saying he was gonna win I do like though once like they said the winner and the show was just over. That was like all right, we're good. Mm-hmm. Like that's that is true. I, I like that part. They didn't like meander about for another five minutes and bullshit. It was just like all right, he won. We'll see him later in you know one of the follow up episodes. Done in the semifinals. Right. This was the quarterfinals. I don't know if this is a finals when it's your intro. But it's an all, but they're all all stars. <laughs> They've made it to <laughs> the finals. Double the strength of their meat. If this is yeah. the All Stars, what every episode's a double elimination. Well, two no. of the three people. Double elimination means you quarters. get eliminated twice, not that two people get eliminated. Oh, that's true. It's a two x elimination. Double elimination. What do you mean? It's going to be like twelve episodes because you get those second place people. No, you're right. You're try. right. You're right. Um, one more little piece of minutia here at the end of the show was while the judges deliberate, the men get to go off to a fire pit and they all sit in these big white rocking chairs and they talk about how fun it was to make the meat and like they're wearing their hats and it was just so cute. <laughs> Annabeth, I really like that description. You bring a whole new depth to this podcast. <laughs> I feel like cute was never said on this podcast before and you've said it twice today. Should it be cute. a new drinking game role for the listeners? 
Yeah. Oh, definitely add it to the list. <laughs> Rob, drink. <laughs> uh, so we should we go to ratings or anyone ever the minutia? Yeah, rate ratings. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll start us off here. I think it's a top third show. I think it's this. I I'm finding that I really like when there's like three to like four people and like a single like elimination episode where they don't continue on throughout a season is like really good you get to like really know the people they're like doing for that kind of format you got to be doing something interesting you can't be doing something boring and we're finally off this love whatever we've been doing so like it's definitely a, a nice format a nice change of pace i don't think it's quite as good as forge and fire which i would have like highly equate them two together so i think forge and fire has a lot more like rigid structure a lot easier to learn what's going on maybe that's also kind of part of the editing because i think that the downfall of the show is like it's hard to compare the three different contestants even though they're making the, the same damn thing but i like meat and i like smoking and it's just like it's part of my interests so it gets top 30 brian what do you got for me so I have to correct you on this. It is still love month because they rub with love. Okay. That's fair. Um, I have to say it's a solid middle show. I didn't think it was like interesting enough to like be engaged. And I also don't know like if I'd really put it on in the background because like there's just too much filler. Like if there was like a little bit more learning on there, like I learned about mopping. That was cool. But others like we've discussed that like there's a lot of room for uh, teaching the uh, audience stuff so it just wouldn't be engaging to me and then i didn't find it as interesting that's fair harrison what do you got uh yeah i mean this is definitely a top third show for me <laughs> uh i that shouldn't be surprising to anyone i don't think uh i love the subject matter love love grilling cooking cooking meats so definitely interested in the subject matter on that i thought that um Unlike, I think some other folks that like, I actually, I actually kind of liked the line that it rode on instructional versus like entertaining reality competition. Like, you know, I'm, I'm likely not going to be cooking meats with those types of apparatuses at that kind of scale. And like, so I don't really need to watch like, you know, like, like an instructional YouTube video about it. Like, I don't need to know all that stuff. Like, it's okay. So yeah, I mean, I, I was I was happy with kind of some of the some of the tidbits that they dropped. I, I thought it was reasonable to kind of follow where the like the progress of everybody on the different meets. So uh, uh, judges were great. I love the judges just sitting over there shit talking them for the entire episode. <laughs> like it's incredible. Uh, yeah, top third show. Annabeth, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, this is also a top third show for me. I really enjoyed watching the men make the meat. This is not something <laughs> I really ever do is like grill or cook meat. So most everything I learned was new to me, which I really enjoyed. Um, and I think this show also gives you a good, uh, glimpse into just like, you know, it's kind of like night fight where it's like, these people are very good at one thing that I know nothing about. And I'm sort of like, that really interests me to see these people who are so good at it. Um, and I also, yeah, I also was sort of unbothered by the like lack of instruction because I don't really need to know how to do this. I loved the bits I got and I loved just sort of how, how, you know, how good everyone was at this thing. I don't know. So top third. James, what do you got for us? So the show, no, no, I can't, I can't <laughs> even, it's, it's a top third, you know, I can't even act like it's not, uh, I think it's probably top of the top 
Um, Ooh, buddy, that's whoa, like this is like whoa. the second show to get top of the top. What was the last one I gave? I don't know. I don't. Ha- I'm not looking it up either. Yeah, but Rob, <laughs> Rob would know. Rob drink because you would know. I feel like the oh, last time we brought this up, there was like one show in the top of the top. There's not very many. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I, I just mean it's getting the top of the top rating. Yeah, not yeah. like the all time. No, no, no. That I'm talking about top of the top rating. Oh right? yeah, it's it's. I'm rare. saying this is like number two. I think it's this and like uh, Deadliest Catch. <laughs> it's like the two all time James tops. Um, there's probably a couple other in there. Uh, but anyways, yeah, the show's great. Uh, kind of like everything about it. It's really easy, light watching, but also fun and like engaging enough for like kind of what I want out of a, like a food cooking competition reality show. Which I gotta say, for that category of like TV, I think this is one of the best one like. Format wise, interest doesn't go too long in any one direction, kind of kind of things. So, James, I have a quick question for you. Oh shit! Do you regret buying the season? Uh, no, because at some point, like whether or not I watch every episode is interesting, but I'm definitely gonna watch the finale to see who's the ultimate grandmaster barbecue pitmaster Kingsford champion. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like an ideal summer show <laughs> you gotta find out right it is it's definitely a good time to get into this show uh could be show of the summer could be all right Damn. max we uh, need your rating here yeah uh top third bottom of the top i thought it was very watchable uh could be improved in some places but there are so many worse ways to spend your 44 minutes it was great it was good mm. Brian ruining the unanimous top third. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I'm not like that addicted to me. Like, I feel like everybody breakers ruining top. Third. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I feel like everybody just liked this because they like me. That's fair. I, mean, I definitely, definitely if, a big factor. If I this mean, was like a baking show, definitely not. So like, I definitely you know. Meat is definitely heavily invested in. If this my was rating. some sort of vegetarian barbecue pitmasters, and Veg- yeah, exactly, <laughs> like vegetable cook-off. Yeah, there- I do like that they only use vegetables to like plate meat and put meat on top of. It. <laughs> no yeah. one ever ate those. It's, no. it's, it's just, vegetables are a garnish. I'm surprised yes. that you allowed the mushroom in on that lamb ball thing. Hey, I mean, I like mushrooms. Mushrooms are pretty tasty. It's mushrooms it's acceptable. Not, it's not green, so it's, it's, not a, green. it's a meaty vegetable. Like it's the meat of the meat, vegetable right? world. Yeah. All right, it's a fungus. We got we got some it's big updates guy. this week, guys. Hit it! It's we a got big week. we got Survivor ended last week. Oh, it was so good. So well, was it? it Unexpected was. ending. What happened? Hit me. So there was. So they've had their redemption house. So in this time, as we talked about last time, they had five people, and one person from the redemption house got into the the final game, the final six. Six, yeah, six, right? So. When you come back from the redemption house, you get like a buddy like token that gets you through. Uh, what is it? The you basically get the, this this um, this immunity piece. The immunity they, they, they could split in two. You have to give one piece to another person, and then if you can last through the first tribal council and get them to give you that piece back, then it turns into a real immunity idol, basically. Yeah. So it was kind of nuts because the last episode they go from six to to three, and then. If people vote to get it down to one. So like this new person comes in at six and he like he's not immediately voted out, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean that was insane. Like he he's he came sh- in and pulled some big time moves. Yeah. All he's done the last like 30 days is just scheme how to get from six people down to like three. And it was 
I think it was kind of disingenuous. This is one of the things I don't like about Redemption House is because like the top two people at the end with four left were people that were let back in the game. Yeah. Because they've all they've done, they weren't stressed out every single day about not getting eliminated and doing all the challenges and all this other stuff. I mean, I mean, to be fair, Devin's was on the main show for most yeah, of the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. He was on the Redemption Island. He he bit. earned it. He earned it, but he still, you know, yeah. he still was on Redemption Island. Well, I mean, it's, like, uh, sorry. It's also, it's different from, like, the Challenge Redemption House in that, like, it's not a vacation. Like, these people are still living Survivor and perhaps a more sort of torturous survivor because like yeah, you don't have the challenges and you don't really have a way to get eliminated but you also have literally nothing to do any of the time and you never know like when you're going to get back in if that can ever happen and your odds are very low that anything will ever happen yeah i think it became clear to me when these when this when this guy came back in is like yes it's very you're on survivor it's not a vacation no one said it was vacation but like it's not nearly as stressful as being in the game you're not like conniving with people and worrying if somebody's going to be stab you in the back. You're just out there waiting for something to happen. Yeah. You're just, if you can be by yourself and just kind of meditate and like not, you're not eating. So like, that's going to be a problem. That's not going to be fun, but neither they're are the people at all. They're eating like rice. Like a little bit of rice. Yeah, not day. a lot. They're, they're all so skinny at the end. That's another thing about Survivor. I haven't watched it for a long time. Like yeah. these people really suffer. They, they definitely don't feed these people. I mean, I, I I like I think that this guy's big advantage coming back into the game is basically like like the whole thing with Survivor is the jury of people who are voted out votes on the winner at the end. So like a part of the whole balance of playing Survivor is like how can you get yourself to the end without pissing off so many people that you can't get the votes to win the game, right? And like this guy was out of the game for 28 days. So he didn't make any enemies putting people on the jury and in fact, he spent those 28 days with all the people on the jury, like building relationships oh, and like lobbying them basically. Uh, and then he gets in the game and pulls a bunch of moves and gets himself the final three and he wins the game. Cause like it was crazy. That's like, wild. It was unbelievable. It's also crazy. Like the way the survivor producers chose to show us redemption Island during the course of the season. Cause we basically did not see him at all. Like I had like almost forgotten who he was. And I then had no in the final two hour finale, he not only gets back into the game, he wins it. And it, it's just buck wild to watch. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoiler for oh, Survivor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. We'll put it in the. We're talking Survivor. about Survivor. Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of disingenuous. Like, I don't even know who that guy was. I had no idea. I had no idea how he got kicked out. I don't remember at all. But, like, he clearly, like, he was, like, his, his occupation is, like, 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 salesman. And he clearly knew how to, like, sell himself and mm. this story of kind of how he won the game and like he even he even like set up this moment so like f final four people there's this one dude in there this guy rick who is like the clear front runner and he's pulled so many amazing moves throughout the game that if he gets into the final three he's gonna get the vote of the jury because he's like has so much respect in the game so everyone's basically like we need to get this guy out right now so this guy that comes back into the game wins the final immunity challenge and the effect of that the final four is you get to pick somebody to go against another person in a fire making challenge for the last spot in the final three. And uh, so he, so he's weighing this option. He's there at the tribal council and he takes off his immunity necklace that he just won and says, I'm going to challenge the front runner in the game to the fire making challenge to go to the final three and puts himself out there and beats this dude. So like he pulled some big time moves at the end. 
but he definitely That's had some weird advantages. It was, it was incredible. It was, it was insane. It was really good. It's the only reason I'm not super upset about who won, that he won. Yeah, for sure. It's like the only reason. It was a very good move. Still think that Rick should have won. Yeah, I mean, Rick was in, like, he got let in like halfway through the season. He got back on. And like every single week they tried to get him out. Like it is insane that he was anywhere close to the final four, let alone should have been in the final three. Yeah, for sure. Considering he gave Chris, the other guy, his immunity idol. Like, that's nuts. Terrible move. Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, that's a terrible move. But, like, you feel like, oh, I gave that to you. you definitely going to pick me, right? Like, tit for tat kind of situation. But I guess we're in the final three. That's it. All bets are off. All bets are off. And I guess, Max, are you ready now? The challenge finale. Part one of the finale was last week. Part two is tonight. Yeah. yeah. So like no huge spoilers on this front on our end. But like this, the first part was bananas. Like I can't oh, yeah. like this. You're, this oh my final God. is by far the craziest. Wild. It is an all time challenge of challenges. I'd say it so is far, so brutal. It's so brutal. So intense. They're just out in this desert doing this like marathon, like obstacle course thing for like six hours Everyone is hurting so bad. Like one person just nopes out. One person Two people just fainted. Straight yeah. up fainted. Yeah. Didn't TJ say this is the longest challenge ever? Something like fifty something miles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like fifty miles between the two legs. I think. Yeah. Because I so think this, this was, was twenty five, like right? Twenty four, twenty five, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's like basically all these laps where you have to alternate. Like it's like an infinity lap, so it's like a figure eight, mm-hmm. and you have to alternate between running and biking. These crazy, like wide tired traction doesn't look that easy to ride bikes on the on the sand dune course. It's uh, and it's just like awful. Yeah, it's just like run six miles, bike six miles, do that eight times or something like five six times. It's it was four, it was four laps and five like just mini things, mini right? games they had to do. Totally oh, crazy, man. and the puzzles did not look particularly easy. No. no, some of them, most of them, was like fucking timed out. Whatever the time I was, I don't know what it was. It's like twenty minutes. Yeah. Oh, the the Sudoku one looked fucking terrible. I think the putting the ball through the hoop looked pretty hard. Yeah. They also had to roll a tire through like a sort of a big keyhole shaped like a tire, which looked very tough. Really, I think yeah. that was one of the easiest ones. So. <laughs> I love Turbo's approach to this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just so everyone else is like bowling style, rolling it, you know, trying to like finesse it through. Turbo, no, no. <laughs> he is two handed over his head, tossing this thing, what looks to be as about as hard as he wants or can, just trying to chuck this thing through it. Like, I think one hopping it. It was and super he, cool. He misses it like one or two times and he has to go running. Yeah, way that it's going like to go so far. And then he finally nails it, but it was just the most aggressive approach to that puzzle I've ever seen, and I kind of liked it. I liked it, too. The amount of pain at the end of this for everyone is, they, like, give them an IV. It's insane. Yeah. I don't, and this was weird because this turns out to be Carmaria's phobias. Yeah. And she is, like, having a full-on panic attack. And it's literally not part of the challenge. This is like the challenge trying to help them out after this like horrible day and Cara Maria loses her mind with fear. Well, she's forced to sit in the pain locker or whatever that vehicle (laughs) was that they arrived in with a rusty (laughs) chair (laughs) while they get injected with IVs. So, I mean, I kind of get Cara Maria's freak out like slightly, but at the same time, I do. I I think we had discussed offline about that like 
how does she not just craving some fluids? Oh, She's yeah. So yeah. yeah. At that point. Like, yeah. everyone is so weak yeah. in this thing at this point. They, oh. like, they can't walk. Like, their legs are all seized up. Like, and they have to tribunal? climb on a, onto a platform, like, to talk to TJ. And, like, they can't do it. Like, it yeah. is awful. I have no idea how they're going to do day two. I mean, I mean, well, we're gonna there's something between know, now and day two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the whole tribunal thing. Right, right, which right. People could barely climb the ladder to get up to. <laughs> That's <laughs> And so it's going to be what? Either Carmarie, Hunter, or. Uh, there's one of the first uh, ninja. Ninja. ninja or ninja Natalie. that is gonna something something's gonna happen yeah we don't know if, i assume it's an elimination seems like there's gonna be some kind of an elimination before the second leg or should they have to do some sort of challenge what's the difference so if they like let's say they pick hunter then hunter gets to pick somebody from like all all of them oh, to like head to head maybe like that, that would maybe. be that would be something like when you're so tired yeah i don't know i don't think you could just eliminate like that's, I feel like it's gotta be a head-to-head challenge. Yeah. Like if there's like, okay, Hunter, you're out. It's like what? <laughs> like, well, also, kinda... I wonder, like, I wonder if they have to sort of adjust what they're doing because they lost two people in the first leg of the yeah. finale. So, like, I wonder, like, I mean, they've probably like sort of planned for some of this, but like, ooh, that's a good guess. Yeah. Maybe it really was like because they would have had two more people, so they had five people, so they gotta right. like, trim it down. But then they I could did. just not do it. Right. They could have, yeah. I mean, the producers are doing whatever, right? But it's the most brutal final. They have to. TJ's a trickster. <laughs> they got to, like, watch these hobbled people walk <laughs> up the steps. What if it's head to head against TJ? Oh. I hope so. What if TJ wins? TJ? Some sort of, like, BMX competition. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> what if they just bring bananas or CT back and be like, all right, now after this six yeah. hour thing, I you'll mean, beat CT? It wouldn't be the first time they've done that in the final. Bringing a mercenary in? Yeah. yeah, I think wasn't bananas in the last one as uh, he was that in the was like the castle one. one a couple seasons ago. Uh, so we know that the that, that leg two is going to be twenty five miles of something, probably an eating challenge of some sort. God knows what else. Oh, what man. if it's twenty five miles of fruit roll up? Oh my uh, god! Eat it all! <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that, that can't that can't fit in you. you. Couldn't physically put that in you. I don't. I don't even think if I wrapped you in twenty five miles of the road, you could move. It's so big. Fruit by the foot, mummy. <laughs> what if like how, you can eat it? Just might take you a while. Maybe you have to eat it or carry it. Right. You should have oh. to decide how to manage it, but all of it must 25 be taken care miles of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand how long 25 miles of this thing would be. No, I, I have a good idea. <laughs> that was not a real suggestion. <laughs> just what if? Like a mile of this thing would be just bananas Yum. long. <laughs> Where do you get that much roll up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how much is in a pallet of like fruit by the foot? It's so gross. How would you <laughs> deal with it all? Like, how would you move it? This is when you get fruit roll up to sponsor the, the challenge. It's like Kingsford sponsors. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe it's string cheese. <laughs> all right. Well, we look forward to watching the finale tonight. All Does anyone anyone miles. have a prediction who's going to win? You anyone want to put their money where their mouth is here? Oh man. I'm just gonna say I've I've mentioned this offline. I th- I think this challenge, at least the first leg, has been really heavily weighted towards the men. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be shocked if a woman can catch up. I th- I, I sort of like I'm sort of bummed out that the producers didn't somehow like weight this a little bit better because this was just a physical running biking like primarily challenge and like the women are just so far behind. 
So I mean, I don't know who I who I think is going to win, but I'm just kind of bummed out because I don't think the women have a chance. I agree with you, and I think it's another thing I don't like about the season was that they had doubles and they went to singles, mm-hmm. and I think they should just ended at doubles. Like the season's gone on too long, and. Part of your issue is that they went down to singles, and I don't think the challenge is is good when they try to mix men and women together. They just don't I mean, know how just, to. Yeah. They just don't know how to make challenges that do that. I mean, they, they just don't they, do it. I mean, they they did it decently a couple seasons ago when it was all individual and Kara won, but I mean, but that was definitely just the, not balanced now. That was just the finals. Like there was definitely yeah, yeah. times sure. during oh, sure. the the season where it just wasn't great. Oh yeah, no doubt. No if doubt. you're gonna do it, you have men and women separately. They do a decent job at that. But like Survivor, mm-hmm. I never have any complaints about the men versus the women usually. Yeah, their challenges are really, really good. Totally, like, totally there, fine. There's certain challenges that you, you know, the kind of men will do better. But like a lot of them are like just endurance kind mm-hmm. of. Balance, you, balance. endurance, yeah. puzzles. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, so, I'm, I'm just saying I think they could have done the same challenge for this finale and just like the top woman and top man get like a 30 second or a 30 minute head start like. The second place get like a fifteen minute. Like they could have still done this challenge, but just had it broken down by men and women differently. Well, we'll see how much the head start actually helps you. Yeah, we'll see. Like but. it could just be something insane again, where like thirty minutes, you know, swim yeah. twenty five <laughs> miles. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I, I think Turbo's got a really good shot of winning this thing. Yeah. Yeah. The Turbo says multiple times that he's prepared to die for this thing. I love and, Turbo. And he's not giving me any reason to believe that he won't. <laughs> I don't like he I, I like he like came close to fainting or what and like just kept going. Yeah. I don't think there's any give up. Like this is TJ's champion if there ever was one. Yeah. I mean, he was like staggering and like punching his his uh, leg with his arm cuz it was like seizing up so bad and he couldn't really walk. It was crazy. Uh, and Ninja too. She passed out. She got up like, "Oh, is this me? I feel like it. you give me the go. Oh, so I'm going right." And yeah. she just left. That like, was yeah. amazing, right? Also, I, yeah. like Theo. Theo actually didn't really seem to be like in as much pain as these other people. Theo's a beast. He was really, really He's good. Got yeah. Really good endurance for sure. Yeah, and his endurance oh. definitely seems peak. I forget. Yeah. Wasn't Olympic he runner. like an Olympic runner? Or yeah. yeah. This was made for him, yeah. I guess. But he was he was very impressive in the first leg. Yeah. Uh, all right. So on that note, maybe we'll watch the uh, finale. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Hoop of the Sun. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Hoop of the Sun. You can email us questions and suggestions at Hoop of the Sun at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time.